Hey everybody, this is Gabe with Awakened Tarot. I will be I will be joining you for this episode this week. Jacqueline um, is hard at work right now working on the next episode, which will which will come and um, awaken tarot as you know it as usual will resume um, next weekend with a very cool episode that Jacqueline decided to take some time to research for today instead of coming back. And since it's close to the first of the month, I am uh, gonna gonna get you guys up to date on the astrology coming up this month. So welcome back from our long hiatus. This is a, I guess you can think of this as kind of an intro to, to the next season, a season three technically of Awakened Tarot. For those of you who've been keeping up, we are finished with all of the cards. We have been through all of the cards, and it just happened to finish up on episode 100, and we're moving on to bigger and better things, hopefully. So let's dive into the astrology. And as always, um, I'm going to go through some of the transits at the, of the month, and I'll keep it short. This is a tarot podcast. Um, so I'm just going to hit a few of the big ones, talk about them, uh, some of the archetypal significations that we could be experiencing in your lives or collectively, and then provide some insight for you to maybe do some tarot readings about the astrology. Um, I find that personally that's a, a really good way to not only relate to the to the collective, but tarot for me as an astrologer has been a good way to help me translate, to help me define how these archetypes, how the how a planet might relate to me. What does it mean for me actually in my life? Does it represent a person? Does it represent how my mind figures things out? Does it represent how I view relationships? Does it re- represent work? Um, does it represent my my daughter? You, you know, there's there's ways to figure this stuff out, and and you can do it totally with with astrology, but. I like to use both of them in conjunction, and uh, I, I actually personally, I learned tarot first, or the theory of tarot first. When uh, Jacqueline and I started this podcast, I started learning a lot, obviously. It's a teaching podcast, and I am front and center for every single episode. Just a little pedestal moment, but let's get into it. Um, July has a couple doozies. Um, June, on the whole, was sort of a quiet month astrologically. Of course, there were things happening, but July has a a couple big ones that people are already starting to talk about. By people, I mean some of the astrological community, as well as the tarot community. They are often combined. Um, so firstly, I'll, I'll just talk about this this full moon in Capricorn, um, which means that the, that the moon is in Capricorn and that the sun is in Cancer, opposite because it is cancer season. Uh, this will be coming through when this when this podcast drops on Monday. And there's there's a lot of parental thing parental themes on display. Um, cap or cancer is a is an, is a nostalgic sign. So there could be some childhood um, trauma maybe, some you may be having some dreams, um, tension between generations. Uh, what are we protecting now to preserve for later? That would be a good Cancer Capricorn question to ask yourself. And uh, again, parental karma, or uh, um, not just parental, but paternal specifically. 
um, who am I versus who am I supposed to be for my family. Um, and the reason that I bring this up, I usually do talk about the lunations, about the full moon and the new moon when in the month whenever I do these episodes. But um, right before this, actually today when I am when I'm recording this, there's a Venus square to Uranus, and um, this is a this is a liberating transit. Uh, about love, sex, relationships, creativity, um, some themes of vanity, uh, breaking out, standing out. Um, and I wrote this to creating a vehicle of chaos to move toward a vision of harmony. So like breaking stuff to make stuff. Like is there is is there something that's needed of you to push through to to get somewhere to get to the greener grass as it were? Just uh, talking with friends and family and some of our own things going on in our lives. There's there's just a lot of family. A lot of people our age in your 20s and 30s are talking about our parents. Either they're in our lives or their relationships are changing or, or, or there's um, something new in the air for, for us or for someone that we love. And, and I very much see that happening a lot around, around parents. Um, so just an observation of mine, but that's definitely in the stars as well. And uh, that and that doesn't mean necessarily that it has to be that something is going on with your parents. It, it can be if you're a parent or if there's a way that you're something that in the way that you were parented that could be coming up or that's a topic of conversation or that's a concern of yours right now because of one reason or another. Um a good time to give your parents a call if you're on speaking terms or if you're in a, a good relationship um, or your parental figures, anything like that, and just touch base and, and see how they're doing. So the next thing I want to talk about is from July 20th, roughly, to July 23rd. And, and when I say those dates, this can be a couple days before and a couple days after, and I'll explain why. In, in astrology and in ancient astrology, which is what I am most familiar with and studying, um, there is an application range and a separation range, and there is a degree-based way to measure that, and it is um, defined as three degrees, which is the ancient way. So three degrees of application and three degrees of separation. So when I say that on the 20th, um, the sun ha is making a trine to Neptune, that is the perfection day. So that can mean that as soon as July 17th, there might be some of this applying in the air. Some of this, um, some of this energy may be building up to this um, one perfection point. Um, just to explain that a little bit. So when I say the 20th, it's in and around the 20th. Um, so like I said, July 20th, the sun trines Neptune and Mars is opposite Saturn. So these are some interesting transits. The Sun trine Neptune is, on the whole, a very fantastical and probably mostly good transit. There's potential to get lost, but for the most part, it, it probably feels pretty good, while at the same time, Mars opposite Saturn is going to create some tension, some blockages. Um, so I'll read some of my notes here. I have um, Ancestry. This is the Sun trine Neptune. Um, ancestry, past lives, fond memories and finding finding a grand purpose in our direction uh, using the past to aim for the future um, an acknowledgement from the universe that you're on the right path 
So these things are going to all together feel pretty good. Uh, a fantasy, science fiction, art, and music. I always, I always feel like during a Sun-Neptune transit that I get really into, like I got to rewatch Lord of the Rings or Star Wars or something like that. Um, so I, I always like those transits for that. Um, but with this Mars-Saturn transit, we're having a, a tough time perhaps finding your way through some boundaries. Uh, Mars is, is the planet of of action and passion, and Saturn is the planet of sometimes hard lessons, boundaries, and obstacles. Um, so there could be a taking it one piece at a time, um, discipline and patience, um, blocks, contractions, um, having to get to work on something. Mars, Saturn sometimes is, is, a, is a call to action to start start whittling and I, I like the idea of of whittling because Mars will be in Virgo at this time and the and Mars in Virgo has a tendency to um, I use the metaphor of whittling because sometimes when you're whittling you whittle away too much you're just you're trying to you're trying to get to the bottom you're trying to create this thing and you just took off too much wood and there's no wood left and so that's kind of that's a shadow of Mars in Virgo and sometimes these shadows can come through whenever they're opposite another malefic planet like Saturn. Um, so both of these together is going to be an interesting dynamic. I'm curious to see uh, what might come through. Um, one thing that I could see is using fantasy or escapism as a way to cope with frustrations or blockages or things that might come up. So take this idealistic theme of a sun trine Neptune and put in Mars opposite Saturn and make it kind of hard to get to that ideal perhaps and then the next day we have sun opposite Pluto so we're we're back to parental paternal and you know back on the back on the theme of of, of parentage and home and family uh, the sun is still in cancer at this point which is uh, again of a uh, a sign of, of nurturing and and parents and caring and and sun opposite Pluto is very much the same um, the sun can represent the father in your life sometimes and Pluto is a transformative planet it usually comes with a with a bit of a a big push or a big realization or a, a very deep truth something like that um, and then right after that sun moves into Leo so I have here hard truths about father figures, um, how our perception might need to change. You know, what can we do about that? The Leo is, is very much about the self. Um, how our physical, spiritual, and emotional homes live in our expectation of reality. And so how can we translate how our ideal of this, because remember, we still have sun and the sun trying Neptune in the air. So how do we take that ideal? And bring it into the reality. Um, what was actually happening and what did we imagine? So this could be where the hard truth comes out, maybe in some sort of situation. Um, how And how nostalgia paints pictures in a better light sometimes and how we might choose to see that. But where that can also be maybe providing some of the blockages. Um, remembering or revealing of secrets. Another cool thing I wanted to bring up is 
Mars is in Virgo, Earth sign. Saturn is in Pisces, water sign. The Sun is in Cancer, water sign. And Pluto is in Capricorn, Earth sign. So there's this Earth and water um, tension, dichotomy. And I, I just thought of, I thought of the way, I'm going to get a little, a little figurative right here, so bear with me. Um, how leaning into hard truths actually help us direct the river where it needs to go, like, like a riverbank. You know, if, if you're out there building dams where maybe the river wanted to go, then you could actually be hurting yourself, even though it might be uncomfortable to go that way at first or scary. Um, that might be a way to visualize your way through some of the blockage of Mars and Saturn and Sun opposite Pluto. These are these are these are going to be blockages. These are going to be hard truths maybe coming around this time. So, um, and then we move on to really the big doozy. I know a lot of these seem like they were the doozies, but this uh this next one is probably if you're reading content on. Instagram or TikTok or follow any other podcasts or anything, you've probably heard tell of Venus retrograde. And Venus goes retrograde the same day that Mercury squares Uranus. Um, so first I'll talk about retro, um, Venus retrograde. Um, it retrogrades for 40 days. Starting on July 23rd, there is a Kazemi, which is Venus coming in conjunction with the sun which is a, a powerful, powerful omen, a powerful transit, on August 13th. And so uh, just basically, this, this encompasses a lot, but um, long lessons or revisions about love and relationships. Could be spouses, close friends, um, and collectively societal norms. Venus tends to represent uh, how we relate to each other, the things that we say, the things that we don't say anymore. Like, you know, it's obvious one but it's not cool to be racist so what types of how has the verbiage changed in like even the last 10 10 years even five years and how have we recognized systemic racism in our society you know i that's that's a venus thing jupiter would be the one that makes laws about it and brings justice but venus is more the way that we're that we're talking to each other the way that we change the way we speak to each other in those ways um so the questions that you can ask yourself is, uh, do you need to step away from someone or something? Is someone you know or love going through changes in their relationship? And that's a pretty vague one. That can be happening at any time. But this would be a little bit more overt and a little bit more obvious. Is it is it time to take some next steps or different approaches in a relationship? Um, big adjustments or letting go of an old way of doing things? Um, changing for the better? Um, if you're into astrology, what house is this happening? And that's going to be very important for the individual. Um, again, there's, there's, as I keep hammering on, there's a lot of parents and grandparents. There's a lot of that karma in the air right now. And it's going to be happening at the very start of this retrograde cycle. Retrograde cycle. It's already starting. So again, what are, what are your parents doing? Grandparents, um, friends, parents <laughs> going through relationship changes. Um, you know, we have the Cancer New Moon uh, today, um, upon listening to this on July 3rd. We have Sun-Pluto um, 
And then the other thing is, what is being asked of you? I think that is a relevant question for all of these transits that I've talked about in the whole month of July. Where is your river being directed for you and for those you love? Leo is a sign of self-love. And how, how do you balance that for others? Um, so just taking care in, in that effort right there um, and being careful what you say or proclaim um, the Uranus-Mercury transit that I mentioned before that's happening at the same time that Venus is going to station will tempt us um, uh, to say something, maybe proclaim something before it needs to be proclaimed. So um, patience is is a really a good remedy for most things, but um, definitely Uranus-Mercury and Leo is going to want to um, say things like I and me and tell stories about myself and a little boasty. So um, keep that in mind as we're as we're traveling some big transits through Leo here. So that's about all I got today. Thanks for listening and thanks for tuning in. For those of you who are new to the podcast, there is 100 episodes of evergreen content um, full of definitions for cards. Um, which is a, a great way to use that is to do a reading and actually go back and listen to an episode for clarity. Uh, sometimes it's sometimes it's the the best way is to hear Jacqueline tell me tell me what I should be thinking about a card because it's always good to get her input on a reading. Um, we do have a Patreon. There is tarot content. There's some astrological content on there um, for you Patreon subscribers. I I do have a a Venus retrograde where I go more in depth on some of the astronomy about that and and so forth. So um, feel free to check that out here very soon. I think we'll upload it um, pretty quick here. So uh, thanks again. Like and subscribe if you dig the podcast. And we'll see you next week where Jacqueline will be back to talk about something super cool that you guys have been asking about. Uh, thanks a lot. Bye.